I think you have to be really focused. I think you have to really know what you want and then be true to that. You know, be committed and not get too distracted. Hey, everybody, it's Jared Easley, and I'm here with my good friend today, Scott Ardella. Scott, welcome to the show. And shame on me for not having you on sooner. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for having me, Jared. <laughs> All right. So Scott is from ArdellaTraining.com. That's R-D-E-L-L-A Training.com. And it. uh, Scott, it's a pleasure to sit down and have lunch with you, break some bread. And let's just talk for a little bit about 2016, because when this comes out, people are wrapping up their year, the new year's coming. And yeah. it's been just a really exciting year for, your, year for you. You've had yeah. some breakthroughs, and then you've had some challenges you had to navigate, which don't we all? Right. So, uh, yeah, first of all, for, for someone that says, I don't know Scott Ardella, shame on them. But if they don't know you, let's, let's just catch them up real quick. Yeah. So the website Ardella Training is really, that was born out of my passion around uh, fitness, strength training. It's a movement-based approach. I do a lot of uh, kettlebells, uh, weightlifting, barbell training, things like that. My background, um, without going through the long story, is really uh, <laughs> started training when I was a kid, got into bodybuilding for several years. Also have a background as a physical therapist and an injured athlete myself. So I've made some mistakes. I've learned a lot through all the years to really evolve my training to where I am today. And I really basically just teach the methods and techniques that I'm so passionate about and really help people to take a long-term approach to training and really maximizing their physical potential. So that's, that's the really short story of what I do. The word long-term stands out to me because you know we're chatting before this recording and you know, some people want the quick, they want the, Hey, I want the result right away. And, and sometimes yeah. that's just not how it works. And so I wanted to hear maybe your take on that. Yeah. So again, as we were just kind of talking with lunch or during lunch, I should say, is that you have to take a long-term approach. This is something that I talk about all the time with the guests on, on my podcast and the guests who come on my show are really the top coaches and trainers, authors, and experts. And you're right. You just said it. People want the quick fix. They want to you know, get six-pack abs in six weeks and four weeks. And the reality is it doesn't happen that fast. And you could say the same thing about the parallels and taking a long-term approach in training as in the business things that we were talking about. You have to be in for the long haul. You have to take a long-term picture or approach to your, your training and realize that the quick fix doesn't last. And if you do get the quick results, you're going to be back to where you were or even worse. That's why if you look at uh, people who lose weight really fast, they end up gaining more weight than what they had to begin with. So that's why the long-term approach makes sense. And we have to change our thinking about that, specifically in training, but really in, in any area of life. You have to take a long-term approach to be successful. So you and I first initially connected because of podcasting, yep. and you've been podcasting for a long time. Yep. What inspired you to initially get into that? Because here you are now with 30,000 downloads a month and you yeah. know, a show that continues to do big things. Well, I just, at the time, back in 2010, I started learning about podcasting. I was listening to podcasts myself, and I thought that it would be a great way to get my message out there. And that's really why I got into it and really why I still do it today is because it allows you to connect in a different way with your audience. And you know, now that I'm getting back ready to start the show again, it's, it's a way that I can communicate with people and get great content out every single week about the methods that I was just telling you about. 
And it's just a great medium to really connect with your audience. Video is a great way to do that as well. But podcasting is, is certainly, it's easy to do and it really makes a difference in people's lives. And, and some people can try it out for a while and then maybe they drop off because uh, it, it is hard yeah. to podcast. It's, yes. it's work. Yep. You've consistently done it for several years now. What do you think is the secret to being able to stick with that? Well, I think you said it. It's just being consistent and right. having the passion behind it. So as we do this right now, I did have to take off a little bit of time because I was focusing on another project, which is basically similar to a podcast, but different. I did this big online summit and it was really hard to do the summit and also podcasting. So I did have to take some time off. But the key to success through the years is really just being committed to my vision and passion behind the show and getting the emails and things like that, the Facebook messages from listeners saying, man, what you're doing is making a difference. So just know that you're making a difference. And that's really just been the driver behind it. And you know, so I, you know, you mentioned that we do see podcasts, sometimes they come and go and it's a ton of work. It's a ton of work. But when you realize that you are making a difference in people's lives, that just, that fuels me to, to keep it going. This time last year, what was on your mind going into 2016? And the reason I ask that is we're going to talk about some of the things that's yeah. happened this year. But what, what were you thinking going into this year? Well, so a year ago, I was just getting ready to release my book. So that was really the big priority, literally a year ago from today. Because a year ago from today, I was about two weeks away from releasing my book. And so that was a, a huge priority. But I think, it, again, it was... It's something that, again, we just talked about, the long-term approach and just staying committed to your vision. And I think that I'm much more clear on my vision today than I was a year ago, but I still was committed to the big picture approach and getting my message out there. And uh, I think that things are just a little bit more clearer today, have a more focused approach about what I want to do moving forward. But I think, uh, again, looking back a year ago, I had some pretty big goals. And I'm, as we're talking right now, I'm realizing that, that I accomplished all those things. And it's really because of having that long-term vision in place. So the book came out, and the book is a really nice book. I mean, congrats yeah. on the book. Thank you. And then it seems like once you had the book come out, just a snowball effect. I mean, I'm, I'm looking on the outside, you know, looking in. And then that turned into other opportunities, like you got to speak in Italy and in Boston. And, and then, of course, the summit, which you've already mentioned. So let's yeah. just Talk a little bit about how some of those things opened up and, and what that book was like for you and, and that accomplishment. Well, you know, the book actually allowed a lot of those things to happen. If I look at uh, both of the presentations, it was the book that facilitated the interest from the, the hosts of the event to have me come in and, and speak. So the book uh, created a lot of opportunities. It really helped put my brand, my name on the radar, but I didn't write the book for that. I right. wrote it again to get the message out there. And part of my, my vision, and I've talked about this before, it's been a while since I have talked about it, but my vision is to write multiple books, not just one book. So as things are quieting down now from my big summit project, I am going to start shifting my focus towards the second book. And you know, there, there are other books that I have a vision for as well. So the book is a great platform to get your message out there and to build authority. There's, there's multiple reasons why you write a book. So you have to be clear on, you know, why you want to write a book before you do it. Right. And, you know, that's something we could spend a lot of time 
<laughs> delving into if you want to talk more about that. Uh, the, the book is Edge of Strength, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, so we, we've talked about the book. We're like, oh, I didn't even mention the title. So yeah. uh, Edge of Strength, definitely check that out. Yeah. Go to Italy where all expenses are paid and you're, you're getting paid as a speaker and you get to visit someplace you've never been and then be around peers and stuff. What was that like? It was incredible. You know, I think I really realized how much I love speaking in the public setting. You know, it's, it's very easy to talk about a subject that you're so passionate about. And as we talked here during lunch, you know, both of the presentations that I did this year were for two different audience segments. And but either segment, I mean, I was equally as as passionate and as fired up about both of those presentations. And uh, I, I hope that it's something that I'll continue to do more of in the future because I enjoy it. And again, it go, it goes back to what we talked about already, which is making a difference. When you can get in front of people and talk about the thing that you know a lot about and that you're passionate about, it can make a difference for the for the audience. You did an online conference. Those aren't easy to do. <laughs> so let's talk <laughs> right. about what, what compelled yeah. you to do that. And then what were some things you learned from it? Well, I guess the big thing that really compelled me to do it were the same things I've already mentioned. But I think as a, as a podcaster, I was connected with a lot of the industry thought leaders. So I was positioned very well to do an online summit. And the way that I did my summit was to bring together 31 of the best minds in fitness and performance training. And some of the people I'd interviewed before, some I hadn't. But I just felt like being a podcaster, I was positioned to do a summit because of the relationships, because of the interviewing skills that I had acquired. And interviewing, I've talked about this before, is tough. It's a real skill to interview people. And as, as a podcaster, it's something you have to do. It takes a, lo- a long time to get really, really good at. I'm still not sure that I'm, I still have to evolve as a podcaster and as an interviewer. So. But I just felt like I was in a really good position to do that. And I felt like I was in a position to do something that hadn't been done before ever in my space. So I was really excited about the summit. We just finished it up about a week ago, actually. I think it turned out fantastic. And I'm already thinking about the vision again for the next one down the line. So (laughs) so it's either it was successful or you're a glutton for punishment or a combination (laughs) of the two. But (laughs) right, right. But no, that's encouraging to hear that it went well enough for you to say, hey, I'm going to do this again. And those things are not easy to organize. As an event organizer myself, I, I totally get it. And so congrats on being able to pull that off and just your first round, you know, to have that, you. that level of success. Congratulations. Yeah. What are some things that you want to apply in 2017 for maybe some lessons you learned this year? Well, I think there's a lot. I think that, uh, you know, if you look at the writing process, for example, if you look at the interviewing processes, you know, I mean, all the things that you, that we do, you continue to get better at. So we talked about this in one of the, the fitness interviews I did. And uh, Dr. Stuart McGill, who's really one of the leading spine biomechanics experts in the world, he talked about becoming a master of your craft. And the, the, my point is, is that you have to do things over and over and over again, the fundamental things. So in, for the purpose of our conversation here, interviewing, writing, creating products. You have to do these fundamental things in your business and you get better and better over time. So I, I think that's, that's really it. I'm trying to remember what your original question was, but I think that it goes back to just doing the basic things, the fundamental things and getting better at those fundamental things over time. So uh, yeah, 
what's working and rinse and repeat is definitely a part of it. And that's where a yeah. lot of people maybe fall off the map as they right. get discouraged and maybe they drop off too soon. Yeah, so someone who's saying, hey, I want 2017 to be a year of breakthrough, a year of uh, you know me making some good strides in a healthy direction. Yep. And, and what are you going to say to them? I mean, obviously, they need to stick with it. Obviously, they need to have that foundation. Can you think of any other tips that you might want to share that apply to that? I think you have to be really focused. I think you have to really know what you want and then be true to that. You know, be committed and not get too distracted. And again, that, what I just said, can apply to anything in life. It can apply to business and it certainly applies in fitness because that same thing, keeping focused and not getting distracted, that happens a lot in fitness training where people train and they're doing a program and then they're two weeks in and they see another new fitness uh, toy or another program and they jump ship before even finding out if their program has worked for them and they get distracted and do something else. So you have to be focused. You, you got to know what you want and you got to stay true to the plan. I mean, it's, I hate to say that it's really that simple, but, but it really is. Before we pack it up, I, I want to talk for a moment about one of the stressful things that you navigated this year, and that was a move. Anybody yeah. who's moved is going to be like, oh yeah, I know. So maybe a parallel, maybe, maybe what's a life lesson, a life application that you took away from this move? I guess a life lesson was, uh, and I talked about this before, but so life is stressful and we're all going to have to deal with stress at different levels at different time points. And I think there was a period where you know I was going through this move, which was one of the most stressful events of, of my life in, in recent years. And I really had to step back and just do some simple stress reduction techniques. And I mean like simple breathing exercises, taking five minutes and just doing like a simple meditation. And these simple things really make a difference. But because we're so busy and we're so wrapped up in the stress, we don't always remember, you know, because we're so hung up in all this stuff. But those simple little things make a huge, huge difference. And when I did those during that rough time period, it made a huge difference. So, well, I hope people don't have to move in 2017, but if they do, <laughs> Scott yeah. can feel your pain. Yeah. Uh, all right. So two questions and then we'll, we'll be done. Uh, yeah. the, the first one is people that want to connect with you online. Where do they do that? Yeah. The best place is really the, the website, which is Ardella Training. My last name is Ardella, but uh, the way that you, you say the website is R-D-E-L-L-A. That's the way you say my name. Yes. That's not the way you spell it. So Correct. Yep. Not to confuse matters, but... Uh, pretty simple. And if you just Google Ardella, it'll come right up. And there it's they all can over. check out the book and check out the, yep. is there any uh, replay of the summit or any detail on that that they could look at if they wanted to? Or There is some information. We're setting up some post-summit things okay. where you can get some free uh, excerpts from the summit and things like that. That's what was not, the name of the summit? The summit is actually called Revolution Strong Summit. Yeah. So revolutionstrongsummit.com and uh, that website is still up. And again, there's we're setting up some some kind of snippets from some of the highlights, okay. which again are really uh, fantastic uh, interview sessions, some, some life-changing interview sessions. So that's where people can go to check that out. Well, and, and uh, be in line for next year too. Yes. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. All right, Scott, we always close with final thoughts. So what are your final thoughts? It can be anything. You know, just, you know, thank you for this conversation <laughs> and the time we had here. And I, I guess the, the final thought would be, to think about one thing that you heard in our short discussion here. What's the one thing that you can walk away with and take action with? That's the way that we close every single show that I do because information is meaningless without action. Mm -hmm. So what's the one big thing you're going to take away from our conversation here today? 
Well, my final thought is if you ever get a chance to have lunch with Scott Ardella, go ahead. <laughs> he, he might even pay for it. <laughs> you got to stop him ahead of time. But hey, Scott, thank you so much, man. Really appreciate all this. Thank you, Jared. Mm-hmm.